At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Coming down the aisle, it's time to farm. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with... Katie Dirks. Hey, Katie Dirks. What's going mm-hmm. on? Not a whole lot. I celebrated my birthday yesterday. Well, happy birthday, Katie. You Thanks. look absolutely wonderful at any age, and I'm so proud of you for another birthday. Henry had his birthday this week as well, of course, from last podcast on the left. So maybe It's it's the birthday week. Or maybes. Oh, isn't that sweet? Well, we have a lot of exciting news. Speaking of celebrating... This week, we are celebrating the Money in the Bank, which will be on Sunday. That'll be May 10th. And I have to say, WWE, I am actually quite excited for this Money in the Bank pay-per-view. It'll be happening at corporate headquarters, the place where mostly people go in and and then Vince says, you're fired or you're hired. But in this case, they get to fight to the death until they reach the top of the corporate headquarters. Hopefully, somebody gets thrown off the top of the corporate headquarters. That's what AJ Styles says he was going to do, or that's what he said he is going to do, which is something that I wanted him to do and I talked about last week. I have I have some questions. Okay. Because if I'm in Money in the Bank. Sure. Let's just say I'm in Money in the Bank. I would. Okay. Do two things. All right. A, I would be the first person to the freight elevator, not just the regular elevator. You can't just take the elevator. That's like hopping on a moped when you're running a marathon. Everyone's going to know. You can't cheat, Katie. You Have you ever been in a marathon no. where you just go to the bars <laughs> instead of actually run the marathon? Yes, that's I the have. the best part. I have done that, yeah. Yeah, that's the best part. So I would sneak to the freight elevator and I would take it to Vince's office. Okay. And then I would break everything in Vince's office. And then I would run to the top. And then I'd grab the thing. Easy, done. I, money in the bank champion. That's it. So as if there was no storyline, it was it was really just a true competition to the money in the bank. That's what you would do. But I don't know if yeah. that would be so cinematic. I think as us viewers, we <laughs> viewers might be like, oh, wow, Katie Dirks really ruined this money in the bank because she just I took just... an elevator, took revenge on her boss, which that was pretty fun, and then somehow got up to the tower before everybody else, yeah. making it kind of anticlimactic. Genius. Just, uh, just I want a, I want a long uh, shot of me just standing in the elevator, waiting in the elevator as each floor dings, mm-hmm. and then it, the doors open. I take a baseball bat to everything in Vince's office, and then I and then I like run up the stairs really quick. The back stairs, not sure. the regular stairs. It's like a reverse nine eleven. You're gonna go up the stairs, not down. Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm running. I'm running up the stairs, and then I grab the suitcase, and then it's all over, and it's done. It's real easy. Yeah, it would be like a horrible pay per view, but it would be over quickly. So then you could spend more time with your family and your dog, and you can go back to yeah. the pool. And okay, that's very nice. Well, yeah. who is in the men's money in the bank? We're going to talk about that. Also, last week, or this week rather, on AEW Dynamite, they had a street fight, and it was OG. I loved it. It was with uh, Kenny Omega and Matt Hardy. They were tag team, and my God, Mm -hmm. when those guys get together, that is a match made in whatever nether realm that they both existed. 
It was awesome. And then Jericho and uh, and Sammy Guevara. So it was Guevara, Jericho versus Omega and Hardy. And this street fight, I don't even know. Can people, How if you missed it, how do you watch it? I think you can. I don't know how you watch old episodes of AEW yet. Well, then to you, be honest, I, maybe uh, I don't know. I don't know either. But if you, uh, I don't even know. Try to find it somewhere if you missed it. Oh, YouTube. I think they post all of these on YouTube. Go to obviously. YouTube. Obviously, yeah. Watch your David Icke videos, your Alex Jones videos, and then check out the street fight to really make your brain even dumber. This reminded me of Gold Dust versus Roddy Roddy Piper. The OG, the original match between these two huge megastars. Uh, Roddy Piper gets hit by a car at one point. Blood is everywhere. There's a lot of true violence in this match. This is an old school match. I think it was 96 or 97. But this street fight on AEW Dynamite was the closest I have seen to something like that since then, and that's what, damn near 24, 25 years ago. So it is well worth it. Those guys put on a hell of a match. And uh, I'm just so happy that AEW is forcing WWE to be better because they they keep on putting out content like that. Yeah, I mean, it was, it's, it was so much fun and such a needed break from the constant reminder of everything that's going on. Because every time I see an empty arena, I think like, oh, this would be so much more fun with a crowd. Sure. But it was such a nice break from that for the first time in two months. I felt like I was actually enjoying wrestling instead of constantly being reminded of how much better something could have been if it had people or totally whatever. Like it felt it felt nice. I was like, oh, man, this is fun. This is this is fun. This is fun. Just guys hitting each other over the head with trash cans. At one point, a golf cart was used by Matt Hardy after he ascended from an ice cooler that he was put in uh, by Jake Hager and by Chris Jericho. He's in the ice. He's on ice, which is uh, really symbolic. It's really great. It was great symbolism for his career. He comes back. <laughs> He's reborn. He's in the golf cart. His hair is flowing beautifully. He looks like he's a cover girl model. And he runs over Jericho. He picks up Omega as if they're going on a road trip, going to get some White Castle and then go blow up the White House. <laughs> they were gonna. They were having a great time. Omega's pointing out the, uh, the passenger side. He's got his finger out there. He's like, we're coming to get you, Guevara. Hardy speeds up. And I swear to God, they tagged the hell out of Sammy Guevara with that golf cart. And it made me just jealous. I wish I was them. It reminded me of being a kid again, backyard wrestling, just beating the hell out of your friends. Because you know they had some beers after that match. And laughed and laughed and laughed. I mean, that, first of all, the bump that Sammy took on that golf cart. That was brutal. <laughs> he just got hit by a car. <laughs> Well, and it was funny. I kept re like I would I would rewind it and I'd like scroll back, I'd scroll forward, and then like I'm like he's got to have sold this perfectly because like you don't it, he looks like he hits the golf cart head on yeah with his head, so I'm like I'm like he must have sold it pro pro like perfectly or whatever, and I think no, he actually just like clipped his head on the fucking golf cart. They like he were clearly going. was going yeah he was going in for the hit. We that was clearly the planned hit. And then it's some like he went for it. He got tossed too. Jericho's a pro, so he's like, I know how I'm gonna take this bump. It's gonna be kind of fun to the point where Jr. Jim Ross, man, just the greatest commentator in the history of commentators. He's out there with Tony Schiavone as well, who is another goat when it comes to commentators. Um, and Jericho quickly becoming my favorite commentator as well. As soon as he does retire and he can't physically do it anymore because he he's officially, yells. he's so he's just good. Yelling. He's just yelling the entire time. That's what I want to hear. <laughs> I want to hear someone screaming because it's professional wrestling. If someone isn't screaming, then it's not a good show. Jericho took it like the great bloated champion that he is. He's just like, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of take a small bump here. But Guevara being much younger, being much more uh, ignorant, perhaps to pain was just, he totally got beamed with that golf cart. And if I could, if I could take us and if we could go into the bodies of two people in the entire world this past Wednesday, Katie, it would be Kenny Omega and Matt Hardy. And you know what? I'd let you be Kenny Omega because you're, say, you're prettier. 
and you're younger <laughs> and you know you just you you look better than I do but I have abilities to teleport because I'm Matt Hardy. I mean, you know what? That this checks out. I I would want to be Kenny Omega in this scenario. Yeah, because he's like the coolest <laughs> dude of all time. He's like the coolest, and he I like, and I love the I love that they the the their their gear for this whole situation. Yeah, uh, this whole match was old school. Everyone went jeans and t-shirts. There was there weren't any. There was no gear. They were dressed for a street fight, and it was really it was just fun all around, and it was fun to see. For the first time, it was back at, in Jacksonville for the first time in yes. two months. They had pre-taped a bunch of shows, so this was their first actual live show back. They had a very small audience. It was all very controlled. Everyone that was there was <clears throat> tested, mm-hmm. um, and it was all roster kids. It was mostly wrestlers and 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 close friends and family, um, and everyone that was in the audience was tested. Uh, and when they did the street fight, it was a free for all. So, like, I love that the entire the crowd lack thereof there was there was enough people to make it feel like oh this is an independent wrestling show yes and they went the way the from my understanding the way jacksonville is set up daily's um the venue that aew wrestles in uh is attached to the jaguar stadium yes so you can wrestle so they wound up wrestling from one venue to the jaguar stadium and uh, the ending shot i don't want to ruin for anyone that hasn't seen it but the end shot no it's a great ending shot is fucking awesome like it was just so it felt like oh all right we're we're getting back to normal like yes oh. it really did the ending shot i'll spoil it for everyone it's the <laughs> inner circle uh, obviously chris jericho in the middle um flanked by his entire crew they're standing right uh, on the opposite side of the football field from their megatron and on yeah. the Megatron, it says Inner Circle. And it was awesome just to see a football stadium. I know it was empty. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it was great to see a, a just a big old Titantron li- uh, lit, light up with the words Inner Circle. And then Jericho begins flicking off the camera, followed by the rest of the IC. And I just think that was a great way for AEW to end their first live show in a long-ass time, flicking off the camera and just going old school when it comes to being like, we're bad guys. And what do bad guys do? Sometimes they flip the bird. They they graffiti uh, they graffiti the Jaguar Stadium and they flip off the camera. We are going to see uh, how much Tony Khan's money comes into play when it comes to them being, you know able to pull off some of the stuff that they're going to be trying to do here now that they're live again. Because AEW, the ratings war, I was just watching, uh, there's that great series on the WWE Network, WCW versus WWE, the Monday Night Wars. If you haven't watched that Mm -hmm. series, please do. It's absolutely fascinating. And we have a mini version of that. We got the the mini Wednesday Night Wars going on with AEW and NXT. And with Khan's money... I would love to see an empty stadium match. I would love to, like, they can do, they have Jacksonville's football stadium to do whatever they want to do. At the ready. It's pretty Mm -hmm. badass. Yep. And that, and I think that hopefully the street fight is just the tip of the iceberg on this and they can really dig into explore, explore the space, as some people say, as, as an actor studio would say. Absolutely. Uh, (laughs) RIP James Lipton, 90 years young. And what an amazing scout for talent that he was oh i have a question for you katie so i was watching it yesterday uh or or aew and uh kenny omega Mm -hmm. jr kept on talking about how some people are saying oh kenny omega has changed this is uh oh and then jr was like oh this reminds me of old kenny omega kenny omega is back has there been in your uh in your circle has anyone been saying that they miss Kenny Omega from the New Japan days has Kenny Omega sort of been underutilized do you think in AEW mm-hmm. because that was sort of new to me because I didn't watch a lot of his New Japan I watched it on YouTube and things like that obviously I never saw it live and I wasn't really privy to it when it was happening in real time so do you feel as if Kenny Omega has sort of changed his character a little bit in AEW what do you want to see happen with him I mean the thing with Kenny from New Japan was that he you he he had a fan base 
and that fan base grew with him as he grew as a performer and right. then as he grew into legitimately one of the best athletes in the world um and and there was and it was a it was a it was it was a series of progress um now that he's and when he came to AEW it was a big get he yes. could have gone to WWE there was talk that he was going to go to WWE um he 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 is legitimately close friends with with the young bucks and Cody and all those guys um and they all kind of cut their teeth together i think the unfortunate thing is is that we haven't seen a lot of big matches from Kenny we've seen right. a handful of big matches um, and those matches have been good. I feel like the biggest one we saw together in Las Vegas uh, for double the original or Double or Nothing. Yeah. Now, of yeah. course, there'll be another one coming up here in the very near future. But so do you feel like that's it? They just haven't given him the big matches? Or why do you think that is? I don't. And I, I don't know. We've talked about this or James and I have talked about this. My husband and I. Um, I don't I don't know. I don't know if it is, um, you know, behind the scenes politics. I don't know if I know that Kenny has been has had a hand in the women's division and that may be taking up his the bulk of his commitment. Um, but I, I don't I don't know. I don't know what the he's not he's not the Moxley. He's not the top guy that everybody thought he would be or expected him to be. And I, but I don't think that's because of, uh, you know, a lack of skill or a lack of uh, ambition to be that person. I just don't know if we've gotten there yet or, and maybe his time is coming. Like the young bucks are notorious for the long play. Right. This could easily be just be part of the story. Um, so I don't know. I want, I would love to see a weekly badass Kenny Omega match every single week, but right. that's not, that doesn't look like it's on the cards. And for some reason um, they're pushing, you know, Lance Archer, which is great. Yeah. Um, and he's fantastic. Uh, so I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know why Kenny hasn't gotten the headlines that he has. I suppose the only thing I could speculate is that Kenny Omega isn't going anywhere. And so because yeah. they know he's not going anywhere, they're just like, okay, you're going to be a glue for <laughs> the company. So no matter what, you are going to be here. So let's push people like Lance. Let's try to mm -hmm. promote all of these newer names because Lance Archer I didn't know who he was two months ago. Yeah. This guy came out of nowhere as far as I know. And, of course, it's probably uh, one of those overnight sensations 10 years in the making. I don't know. Absolutely. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a legend. He, he was a badass in New Japan uh, and, and had cut his teeth around the circuit. So he's been around for a long time, new to me. Mm -hmm. uh, and he is awesome. Again, we're going to see him go against Cody Rhodes for the TNT Championship. That'll be at Double or Nothing. Uh, again, he had a great match in, on AEW's Dynamite uh, this past Wednesday. Lance Archer is just, in my opinion, he is getting kind of the Goldberg treatment right now. But unlike mm -hmm. Bill Goldberg, he can actually wrestle and he yeah. deserves it. And I love just everything about his his aura is just I believe it. I can I, I think that he is exactly the person that they're selling me. You know what I'm saying? Like he is it. Like I love the fact that he will uh, he'll do the classic thing. He'll hit his finisher. Um, what's it called? Uh, uh, I forget the name of his finisher. Um, but I, it's, I it's, don't know the name of his finisher. It's badass. And uh, he holds them over his head, uh, almost like a razor's edge. They do a flip. They land on their back. It's an incredible, incredible finisher. Uh, he does the thing where he's pinning the person, and then he'll pick them up at the two count, grab them by the head as if he's Killer Kowalski, and just jam, just, just mash their head into the mat. It's an old school move. I've said the word old school a lot, but that's what AEW is doing right now. It is old school wrestling. That's how it feels. And then he'll just punish his opponent and finally allow the ref to count to three. I love what they're doing with him. Yeah. He is he is really a terrifying dude, evidently a former quarterback, which makes you wonder what defensive lineman would ever want to tackle him. I've never seen a quarterback that large. And... Uh, Probably never will. He's huge. He's a he's a he's a big boy. He's a great heel. Um, he's undefeated, and uh, as as AEW does their their wins and loss record, um, I think. And he's he's fun to watch. He I like 
I think he's he's great. He's a he great, great addition to the card. I'm I'm interested to see where this goes, to be honest. So perhaps Kenny Omega just waiting in the wings, ready to show up and do whatever he has to do for the company. Because, of course, the Young Bucks aren't there right now uh, because of the coronavirus. I, I'm not sure if they're immunocompromised or what the deal might be. Matt, I believe, has a new baby at home. I believe his wife gave birth like two months ago. And that's even worse than yeah. being immunocompromised when you have the new baby at home. You got you got baby your baby compromised. You got to stay home. You can't go to work anymore, evidently, uh, if you're the Young Bucks. So maybe they're just waiting for Kenny Omega to be needed in a position uh, that uh, that will push the company even further in the right direction. So who knows? But Lance Archer right now is a beast. It was great to see. And Kenny, like I said, Kenny's had matches, but they've been mid-card matches for the most part in the last you know, few months. I will say it was fantastic to see him uh, go off the top of that cherry picker last night. Yes, that, that was, was so awesome. awesome. It, it was, was so awesome. I was like, oh, be careful, Kenny. Don't die. <laughs> Nobody, no one's allowed to die. I do know that Kenny was actually injured. He did have, I believe, a rib rib injury uh, during, like, over the last few months. Okay. Um, So that could have played a part. He had a rib injury, and I believe he's had a knee injury at some point. Um, So maybe it could be an injury-related thing, too. I guess that's one of the unintended benefits of this entire pandemic situation. Gives you a little bit of time to heal. So maybe he Mm -hmm. was just like, all right, well... We have a roster now that's going to be strong enough to go on by itself, and I'm not really needed, which is a testament, again, to uh, AEW picking up a lot of the talent that WWE has decided to throw away. And we will see if Rusev Day comes to AEW. A lot of rumors going on about around Rusev, and I would love to see him in AEW and see what they can do. Hopefully a storyline that doesn't involve his wife. Uh, she will be in WWE, so I don't think that'll be possible. Yeah. I, I'm interested to see what, if uh, let's say, let's say, let's play in a sandbox where he does go to AEW. Uh, I've said this before, but I'm interested to see what he'll do without the reins and without the scripting that WWE has done because he's a WWE product. He's only ever been scripted. Right. So I want to see Rusev be Rusev. I think he's a super funny dude. He's funny. He was great on like the few episodes that I saw of total divas that he was on. He's funny. He can be, he can play along. Total divas. At bet three, six, five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right. Well, speaking of excitement, let's talk a little bit more about the Money in the Bank match. So the boys, the men that are wrestling at the Money in the Bank, of course, if you grab the Money in the Bank, you can cash the Money in the Bank in at any time for any championship belt that you want. Uh, They say it's about an 80% success rate. So it's uh, as far as if you cash it in, you're most likely going to win the championship that you're going after uh, because, of course, you can cash it in when your opponent is at their most vulnerable. So who is going to win this huge match? I have my favorites. I'm sure, Katie, you have yours. But let's go through the boys first. We have Rey Mysterio versus Daniel Bryan, King Corbin, AJ Styles, Aleister Black, and Otis, which we are going to talk about Otis a little bit more in depth here as well. So Rey Mysterio, Daniel Bryan, King Corbin, AJ Styles, Otis, 
and Alistair Black. First, Katie, when it comes to the men, who do you want to see grab that money in the bank? Why do you think that would make uh, the best uh, person to hold the MIB? And uh, and what belt do you want to see him go for? I want to see it. Oh, I've, I have a few thoughts on this. Oh, I want to see AJ Styles. AJ, okay. Uh, but here, this is going to sound like a real asshole thing to say. That's fine. But my prediction to win Money in the Bank is King Corbin. You really? Why do you <laughs> because think Because the that? WWE hates us. <laughs> and it'll just... I mean, in, in, in storytelling defense, it would really make you hate... <laughs> King Corbin. It would really make you hate him. He's I, the worst. I have come full circle on him now, though, to the point where I do like how much I hate him. I get it. Like, once you realize you got got, once you realize that you are just yeah. screaming at your TV and you're like, God damn it. I'm damn doing it. exactly what they want me to do. Oh, I hate this. I hate they that they me. made me hate him. They got me. Oh. King Corbin. Okay. Uh, that is your prediction. Your want is AJ Styles. Your prediction is Brian Corbin. What belt do you want to see Brian Corbin? Bar- Baron Corbin. I'm I'm sorry, Baron <laughs> Corbin. Uh, what belt do you want to see Baron Corbin go after? I mean, he. It, it, the only thing that would make you hate him more is to go for the heavyweight. Is to go up against Drew. I mean, that's that's the thing that would make you hate him the most. That's the worst thing he could do. Very true. Drew McIntyre, of course, going against Seth Rollins at Money in the Bank. I'm assuming the way that they're going to structure this is the way that they did it uh, in 2015 and the way they've done it in the past, where the Money in the Bank match might be first of the night, might be the first Mm. match of the evening. So then it leads to God knows what happens by the end of the night. It is total chaos. It is possible. Baron Corbin leaves Money in the Bank pay-per-view. The heavyweight champion. It is possible. Oh, my God. I would be so mad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I would be. And I guess here's the other thing is that there's no stakes for us as a viewer because most of uh, you can get the WWE network for free. So you don't have to pay for it. Uh, The people that do have the network are going to watch it anyway. We didn't pay to see the show. We didn't go live. No. So like there's no there's really no stakes for us. So you're saying we deserve to be punished cuz we don't have the right we don't have the ability to go. It's just generic entertainment at this point. It's uh, it's a it's a it's an escape from the chaos of the outside world. So I absolutely think the WWE is going to fuck all of us and King Corbin <laughs> is going to win. All right. Because if they because now is the time to do it. If That's you're going to like Piss off the fans. You might as well make sure that they're that they're not in the venue live, right? That nobody paid to see the show live, right? All I'm saying is, chances <laughs> chances of King Corbin. All of the math checks out on paper. This plan makes total sense. If I'm a WWE executive, no, I understand. Now that you say it, I think you've just made that. I think you made it happen with your <laughs> with your mind. Uh, so between Rey Mysterio, Daniel Bryan, King Corbin, AJ Styles, Otis, Alistair Black, men's money in the bank ladder match, I want to see Alistair Black win. I love Alistair Black. Uh, his his gimmick, I think he just sells it. He lives it. Uh, he's he remi- so good. He's so good. He reminds me of a more charismatic Gangrel. And Gangrel was very charismatic with the brood, Edge and Christian back in the day. I would love to see Aleister Black get a push. He has been getting a bit of a push. He's been winning pretty much every match. They're kind of putting him against jobbers, although he has competed against some more top talents as well and won. Aleister Black, I could see him taking the money in the bank. My only reason why I would say that's perhaps not possible is that his character is still relatively confined to like his universe. I don't really see Aleister Black rushing the ring to try to take on Braun Strowman or trying to take on, uh, you know, Drew McIntyre or Seth Rollins. If he wins it, like I don't really see him like breaking out of his little world uh, and being like, I'm taking you on now, whoever it might be. Um, But I would love to see Aleister Black climb that ladder with his little goth, with his goth tattoos and his goth little brain, grab that money in the bank and be forced to smile because he would be uh, a potentially a future champion in the WWE. Yeah. I look at this card and I think I'd be happy to see any of these guys win money in the bank. 
Except, Except for, for King Baron Corbin. Corbin. Yes, exactly. <laughs> At which point leads me to believe that's the one angle they'll go for. <laughs> and the, uh, obviously the dark horse for me, as always, a person that we can never count out, Rey Mysterio. Oh, I thought you were going to say Otis. <laughs> oh, no, Otis. See, we can, let's talk about Otis. So Otis, Otis is taking the elevator. Otis, Otis is definitely is taking the, the elevator. elevator. Oh, my God. Otis has to climb. I mean, he's in shape. He is very he's very strong. I watch him on Instagram. He left he lifts a lot oh, yeah. of weight and I'm not just talking about the food on his plate because he stacks that up. Uh it's but unbelievable. Weightlifting, weightlifting and cardio are two very different things. Very That's different. 10 things. flights of stairs. He may be Otis is taking the elevator. Otis might take the service elevator. That's true. I don't see Otis taking the money in the bank because number 1, I don't see him climbing a ladder. I know that he's going to be able to, but you imagine his little legs and his little arms just trying to climb a, a ladder boy. like a fat turtle. He's oh, he's adorable. Um, I don't think that Otis needs that push right now. I agree with you. And I would be too excited. I would be too happy as a fan to see him win. So I know that that can't be the scenario. No. and uh, So we, we've been talking a lot about, is Otis now officially a singles wrestler? Oh, I, I feel like if you have any... Doubt in your mind, that doubt needs to be getting erased by the day. We haven't heard the names heavy. We haven't heard the words heavy machinery or the name Tucker in what a month, month and a half now. It's been a bit. It's been a it's been a minute. And people are starting to notice. So Otis has been addressing this and uh, in talking about how he doesn't want to be seen as a singles wrestler. He says heavy machinery is still together. And this is what he had to say about his most recent sort of push with the WWE. This is what he had to say. He said, we decided to just kind of present this to the writers and the people behind the scenes. Of course, that's in reference to his love with Mandy Rose. Um, He goes on to say they were like, well, what's the main focus here? The main focus is the lonely loner in high school or some nerd kid trying to get the most beautiful girl in the classroom. That was basically my thought of it. Then he goes on to say, we had no idea Dolph was going to be involved at all. It just happened naturally, and that was awesome. The more ideas that were flowing through and the more that was going on, the more fun we were having. And he goes on. My favorite moments will always be teasing it with me talking to Mandy or Mandy talking to me. Those were my favorite moments because there's so much suspense with trying to figure out, are they having Mandy go with Otis or what's going on here? That was my favorite thing with the storyline, having the crowd always be thinking. That was the funnest part for me. So what we learned with that just that quote, this was entirely Otis's idea and Mandy Rose's idea. And I think that's awesome that the WWE listened to him. Again, I don't know what's going on with Tuck. Uh, he was on Twitter being like, I'm very proud of my boy. And then everyone's like, yo, where are you at, Tucker? Um, so he's he's being very nice in, in public. Uh, he's got to be slightly heartbroken behind the scenes. Again, Tucker did nothing wrong. He did everything right, as a matter of fact, with heavy machinery. But it looks as if Otis and Mandy Rose, it's a it's a great storyline. It's perfect. It's one one fat guy gets the cute girl. It's it's about mm-hmm. as basic as a rom-com gets. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why for the WWE, the broad strokes that they like to play in, it was pretty much a perfect storyline. And I think it's official that we can say heavy machinery is uh, is dead. I mean, that break it breaks my heart that. We're watering down heavy machinery and we're and and Tucker is fading away for now. However, it has led to a phenomenal and I'm going to say it phenomenal storyline with Sonia Deville and Mandy Rose. Both of them are so good on the mic and clearly have not been given their shot uh, until now. And Sonia's fucking awesome. Awesome. On, she, I am she is. on board with her. I think she's a fantastic heel. I think that her story makes sense. She's been she's the dark horse behind the this beautiful uh, best friend. She's always the one that's forgotten. She has every reason in the book to turn on Mandy. It's 
great. The story had some holes in it in the beginning. Of course. It got a little wonky there for a second. But now everything makes sense. And now they have matches on SmackDown. And I'll be honest, it's like the story that I look forward to because I'm like, oh, this story makes sense. And even like as wrestlers, if we're talking about technical wrestling, they're not the strongest wrestlers. They're not. They're not. The I would strongest. give Sonya the edge over Mandy as far as Absolutely. just technique and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and they're still learning, and they're still new. They're still relatively new as far as their uh, skill set goes. But the story makes sense, and that is uh, that can override technical skill in a lot of instances. So I'm on board with the story. I love it. I love seeing Sonya shock me. Like yeah. I was just like, oh, she can work like she can work the mic oh she's like a good actress <laughs> like yep. she has she's got some chops let's see that let's use this and see it and see where it goes and mandy does too mandy's mandy's they're all in kind of the alexa bliss world where they can talk they just need to be giving the shot to talk right so i think i think we'll start to see a little bit more from sonia because i think she the the marks of the world were kind of like oh she can there it is that's what we've We've needed a little bit of that yeah, just to hook into. So I'm excited about it. I think it'll be fun. And of course, this is one of the positive side effects of the of the pandemic and all those sorts yeah. of things because they have a lot of freaking time to fill on TV. Not and a not full a lot roster. of people. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Tucker uh, or Otis rather does mention Tucker here as well. This is an interview he gave with CBS Sports. Um, because he is kind of being considered, as we talked about, a singles wrestler. However, Otis says Heavy Machinery is still moving forward, quote, full tilt as a team, and he goes on to say, we're going as strong as ever, baby. Oh, yeah. He, he uh, He's always, he, this is a quote from Otis, he's always going to be my big brother and be my protector. The character of Otis is really like a loose cannon. I need someone to control me because my emotions get so high, even I can't control them as a human being. Heavy machinery is full tilt just because there's a little a, a little bit of an absence here and there. I'm sure everyone is stirring up conversation and putting their opinions out there, but that's a part of it. That's a part of the mystique of what's going on right now in WWE. I talk to my brother every day. I call him every night. So Otis and Tucker are on the phone every night with each other. So cute. <laughs> so adorable. Uh, Otis is, is saying heavy machinery. We'll be back. And perhaps this is just a one-off kind of a singles storyline with Otis. Again, he is in Money in the Bank, so it kind of makes me doubt that a little bit. But perhaps they do come back and uh, reform as a uh, as a tag team. And uh, hopefully they don't get destroyed like the Ascension did. Apparently in 2015, the reason the Ascension, do you recall them? I do. Apparently Vince McMahon was the one who put the kibosh on them. Uh, he just didn't like them. For whatever reason. So he, just, he he destroyed them. But I would love to see Heavy Machinery come back. Take on the Street Profits. And then I would have to split between my two babies. Because I love the Street Profits and what they're doing. They're, they're another great tag they're team. They're so good. The tag team division in WWE has really grown into its own. With, uh, with Street Profits and obviously the New Day. I don't know how I feel about Mike, uh, Miz and Morrison. Uh, yeah. But, you know, it's fine. It's fine. You know, it's fine. I know I'm not supposed to like him, so it doesn't even matter. But I just I don't like the Miz. I don't think he's a very good wrestler. That's my only problem. I just don't care. What? I don't Uh, care. He's a he's a safe wrestler. No, you're not wrong. He doesn't take a lot of risk. He's a very safe wrestler. I think he's he hasn't really been injured in his career. And if he has, it's been minimal at best. Um, He's he is a very safe. He's very by the WWE book. He's a WWE wrestler. You're not going to see a lot of these high flying moves from him or big no. bumps from him, uh, but goddamn, he's good on the mic. He's so when he, he is. when he has a good storyline and he's so good. He's so much fun on the mic. He's so fun. You know what he needs? He needs. I was watching. There's a great little hour docu series or documentary rather on uh, on Triple H. And what made Triple H the main dude? And it was his two matches with Mick Foley. You can watch those on the WWE Network now. The first match he had, 
you know, the no holds barred, anything goes match. A lot of, uh, you know, we had a little, we had a little barbed wire around a, uh, around a uh, wooden, uh, you know, pole or whatever the yeah. hell, uh, yeah. what a stick, baseball bat, baseball yeah. bat, whatever the hell it was. And, uh, or a little, yeah, whatever. Um, but he's, bloody it's awesome he's injured his leg has a puncture wound thumbtacks are involved at the end triple h tells this great story at one point he rolls out into the ring he hits the guardrails he looks up his face is covered in blood like he's jesus christ on the cross and he looks and he sees his mother in the front row just openly weeping and then he was like as a mother it must have been very sad but as a son i thought it was hilarious but the miz in my opinion needs a match he doesn't give a shit he's doing his he's hosting a show called cannonball now he's he's all good he doesn't need money he's got his own reality show that's it he's doesn't he doesn't want to be the game he doesn't want to be the industry he has a different motivation than triple h but if the miz just had a match against someone like i don't even know who the mick maybe I mean, honestly, I, I know this is cross-promotional, but Darby Allen, if he went sure. against somebody that they just had a match from hell and I could just, I'm a boy and I need to see blood. I need yeah. to see, like, I need to see a wrestler do something where I'm just like, oh my God, you've officially transcended anything that I would do with my friends when I was younger. Because at this point, I think I took bigger bumps than the Miz when we were doing backyard wrestling. He's had, I mean, it's not that he has, and he's had his WrestleMania moments. Like, he's held the belt a few times. He's held, he's had big moments in his career, um, but he's always just kind of been there uh, and he, on the card, and he's good, but, and and he'll get a push. He's He is a constant in WWE. He is a constant. He is consistently great on the mic. He's a company man. He will follow the rules. For the most part, there was there seen. I believe there may have been like a little bit of a situation, if you will, in this most recent. Was it WrestleMania? It may have been WrestleMania. Must have been WrestleMania about the tag team. Oh, it was, he was the upset reason with the ta- tag team. Yeah, it was. It was the re. No, it wasn't. It, it was something about the COVID nineteen and and he didn't want to travel. Uh, and it was he has a kid at home and he's an infant at home. And that was the reason he's the reason that the tag teams were sing were like half of the tag team for. Oh, do you remember this? yes, yeah. of course. For the ladder match. Yeah. For the ladder match. It was like it was tag team using air quotes, but it was only one person from the tag team competing. And then they wound up flipping the script and doing the other person from the tag team, I think, like a week or two later um, yes. for the belts and stuff like that. He's the reason because uh, he either didn't want to travel or he was feeling sick or something like that. Like uh. something of those lines happened. Um, but aside from that, up until very recent history, he is very much a company man. He's followed the rules. He's made them a lot of money. He's great on reality television with his wife. They're very cute and funny. Yes. And he made it happen, you know. And he, he's making money. He's making money. I I ain't hating on the man. I'm just talking about the wrestler. He, <laughs> he made it. He said he wanted to be a professional wrestler while he was on the real world, and he made it happen. He said the words, and he made it reality. So I do have respect for him on that level. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, let's talk about the women's money in the bank. Uh, Asuka is favored to win, but I actually think this lineup could be pretty exciting. Uh, Shayna Baszler versus Asuka, Nia Jax, Dana Brooke, Carmella, 
and Lacey Evans. Who do you want to see win this, and what belt do you want to see him go after? Okay, I have a couple thoughts on this one. I think Asuka is like the WWE pitched favorite. Like, that's what WWE is saying. WWE is like, oh, it's Asuka. And I love Asuka. Gotcha. I want more of Asuka on commentary. I want a commentary track with uh, Asuka. One of our friends texted during <laughs> during this last Raw, just being like, yes, we need more Asuka. Always. Um, I, I'll be honest. I think a surprise... A surprise get on this one is going to be Lacey Evans. Lacey Evans with the money in the bank. I could totally see it. She's well over with the company. Her character has been more defined by the week. She's really become a very solid wrestler. Her character began sort of basically literally copy and paste from Liberty Bell from from the TV series Glow. It was infuriating what they were doing with her in the beginning. She would walk down the ramp, pose... And then walk back up the ramp, yeah. and everyone was like, "What the fuck?" And Who this went on this? for months. This yeah. was like a weekly thing. We're like, "What are you doing?" She could be, and it was because she couldn't wrestle yet. She didn't. She doesn't have the skill to hold her own, and she's still not a great wrestler. But her character's way more defined than it was, um, and she's trying. Yeah. Uh, so I hope that I don't. I actually love everyone on this card for the most part. Like I love, uh, I I love to see Dana Brooke finally get a moment. I, I, she was another one that I was just like, I don't, I don't get it. Like I didn't get her bit. Right. She was, she's been with the company for I think four or five years now. And when she first came out, she was pushed as like, it was at the end of the divas era into the transitioning into uh, the women's revolution. Yeah. And she like kind of pinned like she her bit was like I'm the I'm an old school diva, and it didn't really land because she didn't really have a lot of personality to back it up. Right. But when she won, she won her way into this match. It was adorable, and I was so excited for her. It was very like she kind of had like a Drake Maverick feel to it. I totally agree. Dana Brooke is doing a lot of good things. Do you want to see so Lacey Evans? Who do you would you Becky, um, Charlotte? Who do you want to see her go against? Rhea Ripley. Oh, uh, oh man, Lacey and Rhea Ripley. Those are two. I could see physique that wise that that would be a really fun matchup and character wise very different which I like yeah physique wise they're about the same yeah but skill level Rhea Ripley would just absolutely destroy <laughs> Rhea Ripley is just incredible um she's insane all right Shayna Baszler Oscar Nia Jax Dana Brooke Carmella Lacey Evans my dark horse here is Carmella I think Carmella is she's wow. so much, she's so much mm. fun. I'm not just saying that because I find her to be unbelievably attractive. I think that she's, she's become very a very very powerful wrestler. She's gotten a lot better in the ring and I think her mic skills are legitimately strong as hell. Yeah. I might anger some people here because of what I've said about Bill Goldberg and how he injures people and how I don't believe mm. he should be in the Hall of Fame. But I could see Nia Jax getting the money in the bank. And getting a push as she has had a lot of time off. Yeah. And them just being like, all right, Naya, you are back. You're back in the main event. You're back being a big time star as she was sort of leading up to before her own injury. So I could see Naya Jax winning as well. Um, but now I'm going to be now. I, I, so I'm going to say Naya Jax. OK, that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. But I could all. But of course, I could also say um, when it comes to money in the bank, the whole it has to go to a character that has the ability to just almost be like Randy Orton, where it's just like yeah. you know, Randy Orton. He's just been there for 20 years and he just shows up out of nowhere. The RK out of no, the RKO out of nowhere is like his go to. Mm-hmm. I could see Shayna Baszler getting the getting the money in the bank only because I could see her just rushing down to the ring at any moment to cash it in and beat the hell out of someone. I don't think that she deserves it yet. I Um, agree with you because I just, I just don't, I want to see more from her. I was not impressed with the timing of the elimination chamber. Although she did have maybe the best bump of the night when she grabbed, I believe it was, was it Mandy Rose? Uh, I live. I live Morgan when she slammed. slammed. That was like, That was that's awesome. her move now. That's <laughs> that was, I believe that's kind of become her signature. She'll just pick someone up and slam them into the table or the poster. 
I love it. I love it. It's like And it's such a good move. It's so great and it's so brutal and it's just watching these people she can just throw people like a rag doll and I'm like, "Damn. All right. I could see her being an exciting money in the bank winner just because at any point she could she could theoretically beat anyone." Yes. So, that that's yes. the only reason I'm thinking perhaps Shayna Baszler. I just but wish she was I'm thinking but I want I would like to see Nia Jax get the push and hopefully I don't I, I I just don't know I don't I, this is one of those times where I don't understand why the universe does not like Nia Jax. She's a beast. Obviously we have Tamina now um who is another, you know, kind of a larger, you know, more of a force of nature. But I don't know why the universe just doesn't like Nia Jax. I think that she's good on the mic. And I think for a bigger wrestler, she moves really well. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think skill skill set is she's works stiff and she hasn't quite. Do you think there's a little bit of like double standard though? I'm sorry she broke Becky Lynch's nose. It made Becky Lynch number one. It, it did. I mean, she got her. She got a moment that will be etched in her career forever. It made her yeah. a badass. And yeah. Men have been doing this shit for years. Vader oh, used to just yeah. work stiff. Ever it doesn't happen so much anymore in the WWE. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like people weren't chanting Goldberg's name after he ended Bret Hart's career or Owen Hart. People didn't uh, not forgive him. He would wear a shirt that says Owen three sixteen. I just broke your neck in yeah. reference to Steve Austin. So I, I just you know sometimes you get hit in the face when you're fi- when you're pretending to hit someone in the face. There's always a better chance that you're going to hit them in the face than if you did not pretend to hit them in the face. <laughs> that's you know what that is that is a good take. That is an accurate. I feel like that's an accurate take. Uh, I, yes, I no, I absolutely think there's a double standard when it comes to Nia Jax. Oh, one hundred percent. Like if if she doesn't fit a, a standard, she is going to be a little more scrutinized for fucking up. Absolutely. Right. Uh, but I, I look, I like her and I would love to see uh, you could easily build a storyline with her and Becky Lynch Easy. Uh, with like her making her moment. And they, they tried a little bit in the beginning, but I think it maybe because it was so real, uh, it didn't go over well. But now that some time has passed. Yes. I feel like you could easily. I just feel like the WWE universe has some, a lot of white knights, a lot oh, of men, so just a lot of. Just chubby dudes, just chubby dudes wanting to be the hero. And it's like, yo, bro, Becky doesn't need you. She's she quite strong. You. She'll She's beat your man. ass. She's the She's man. She's the man. She She's drives a semi truck. The man. <laughs> uh, she's. I love Becky. We all know that. Uh, but yeah, I could. I could absolutely see Nia Jax. And now that she's back and she's getting a push, and she's been. Uh, she she has been a legitimate heavy hitter, and she's different than the rest of the locker room, and she always has been. So and she's related to the Rock. So <laughs> all of these things check out. All of them check out. She's checked all of the boxes mm-hmm. to be the next potential Money in the Bank. Lacey Evans or Nia Jax. Those are our predictions here, and uh, we'll see. I could also again, who knows? Maybe it is just Oscar. Maybe they give Shayna Baszler the push and say, "What belt do you want to go after?" and uh, and put the strap on her. I just think she needs to work on in ring. Is fine. I think in ring, mm-hmm. Shayna Baszler is a beast. Uh, yeah, her mic, her mic skills are just. I don't know. She just has to she get better on the mic. Just gotta loosen and, up. And I think part of it, and this kind of goes back to my, and this is gonna sound mean, but and I don't mean it that way. But this is my opinion. So in my opinion, my frustration with like a like Bailey, for instance, is that she just in real life, she just doesn't really have a charismatic personality. Baszler, you <laughs> like, mean? Uh, no, well, no, I'm talking about Bailey, oh, and okay. I see a lot of that in Shayna Baszler. Oh. Like, I just don't, in real life, they're just, they're, all right, they're like the, they're, they're fine, but they're not like super memorable outside of the, like in, in interacting. You know, if right. there's something about the Charlotte and Becky and Sasha, like there's something about them. They have that X factor. They have that that spark. Um, and I just, unfortunately, and this is nothing that they can control. It's just, I don't, there's just not a lot of person, that actual personality to pull from. Yeah. I mean, when it comes to Baszler, maybe, or she reminds me, obviously, the comparison to her and Ronda Rousey, they're friends. And Ronda probably, I think Ronda did get Baszler into wrestling. 
But you look at how horrible Ronda was on the mic to start, and then by the end of her one year, year and a half, whatever she was there for, she became much better. So there much is better. you can always get better. So you can always get better. But I think if you're gonna be the money in the bank champion, you gotta have the whole package because it's a huge sure. push. It's a huge push. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, all right. Well, what do you think is going to happen? Let's just move on quickly to these two final matches, because I am very excited for Braun Strowman versus Bray Wyatt for the WWE Universal um, belt. And then, of course, we have Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins. Let's start with Seth and Drew. What are your predictions for Seth and Drew? I mean, I would be shocked if they took the belt off Drew so soon. Um, I, I would be gen- like genuinely shocked. What okay, so this is my this is where I'm at with this storyline. Seth, the Monday Night Messiah, he is still a huge number one guy in WWE. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like they're wasting this match on Money in the Bank. Why not give Drew someone that is, you know, an up and comer, someone I, I just feel like this storyline. I would have liked to see AJ Styles in this match and Seth Rollins in Money in the Bank, for example. Oh, you know, like why give this? Because if if Drew beats Seth, okay, Drew is Drew is definitely the top guy. But then where does Seth go from there? We're supposed right. to believe this guy is the Monday Night Messiah. This guy is supposed to be like at any point worthy of the championship. If Drew pins him outright. I just feel like it hurts Seth's character to a point where it's like, what am I, if I don't believe that he can win the strap, if I don't believe that he can beat Drew McIntyre, mm-hmm. then I'm kind of like not a follower anymore. And if he beats Drew McIntyre, then Drew had the belt for a month and he didn't even get to celebrate in front of a crowd. I mean, I, I don't know. I just feel like this match is kind of a damned if you do, damned if you don't. I feel like what you're you're what you're doing is applying logic oh. to an illogical situation. Mm, that could <laughs> you're be. You're applying logic I to a WWE storyline, which uh, you are not. You are you are correct in all of your in all of your points. Uh, I don't know is my answer. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea what they're going to do. I'm I'm rooting for Drew just because I want to see him hold the championship belt up in front of a crowd at least once. He deserves yes. that. He deserves I that. I, my heart would burst to see that. I would love to see him have his moment in a sold-out stadium somewhere or arena or in front of the performance center with people in it. <laughs> yes. Whichever comes first. That would be That would be really great. Um, or the other outcome happens here where, you know, you just got you got um, the uh, you got the AOP coming out and, and, and causing chaos and perhaps mm-hmm. Drew wins because of a disqualification or something like that. I could or see Murphy or Murphy coming out who I mean, honestly, Murphy yeah. is doing great. He's going to get a major push. And I think it's the weird thing is now we don't we don't know how these how the pops are going to go. Like, we don't no know because the crowd's not there. But I, I'm loving what Murphy is doing. There's no crowd to gauge how over yeah. he is. But I well, feel like he'll be pretty over. This is, I mean, this is the WWE's opportunity to hold uh, court and and tell everyone what they're going to do. Because there's no fans telling them whether they like it or not unless they read tweets, which we all know. If you've ever looked at the WWE Twitter account replies. It skews negative. <laughs> just just slightly <laughs> slightly negative. I'm going to say it skews negative. The Let's the comment say, section of the world that is Twitter. People have some notes. They have notes. Yes, of course, <laughs> from their couch. Uh so Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins. You think you think Drew's going to retain? I think Drew has to retain. I think and I mean the nice part is is that Seth will give Drew a career making match i think like any any high stakes match that seth is in he delivers whether there's a crowd there or not he is such a great athlete that this match will be good regardless he'll make it good i agree i think the match will be great and i am saying drew as well i oh man yeah. that's tough that's tough i could also just I could totally see Seth. Or it'll end in some sort of interference and it'll be like a dirty finish. 
which is also likely. I'll go dirty finish. I'm gonna do. Okay. I'm gonna do uh, dirty finish, and not just because I ate a bunch of pizza last night. There okay, <laughs> uh, let's do Braun Strowman versus Bray Wyatt. This is too tough. I'm choosing between my babies, even though they're oh, both these much are your bigger. Babies. Than these yeah. are my two favorites uh, because I'm a big guy and I have to live up to some stereotypes. Braun Strowman versus Bray Wyatt. My prediction is that Bray Wyatt takes the strap off of Braun. I think you're right. I think that he, I agree with you on this one because I think that he hasn't had, he hasn't had a belt in a while, has he? Well, I mean, the last belt was the Universal Championship. Uh, Braun yeah. Strowman, obviously, being the champion, but not too, not not really in the forefront with the belt. And if we go back to what happened at WrestleMania, I know it was a weird match, but Bray Wyatt did technically beat John Cena. Um, in whatever the hell that was, which was both great and confusing and everything under the sun. Um, so I think that Bray is, I think he's hot and I think he's back. And I think that, I think that, that Bray will be able to beat Braun. And, uh, and that's not an insult to Mr. Strowman. I hope that he wins as well, but I just feel like Bray's character, he does, like, he just does more. I also feel like Braun's been kind of like, an, this is going to, Again, with my mean takes today. I don't know what's wrong with me. No, it's all good. I feel like Braun has been kind of an uneventful champion. He hasn't had a lot of opportunity. I'm going to, I, I guess, or yeah. or maybe he hasn't. He, he's just not excelled at it. He's just kind of there. I guess it is like the universal championship, so there's not too much to really fight for. But, but wasn't, you know. Okay, so I'm so confused on the universal championship. Was it not bigger it than the WWE championship? When, it's when, universal. It should be bigger. <laughs> but when Lesnar had it, it was definitely the top belt. Yeah. So it just depends on who yeah. has it. In yeah, I uh, yes, absolutely. I can't with the with the belts. Everyone gets a trophy now. I can't with the belts. I, I can't with the belts. It's international, universal, heavyweight, tag team. It's unbelievable. Uh, also, Bailey will be going against the aforementioned Tamina for the SmackDown Women's Championship. I think that Bailey will retain that. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, well, anyway, so check out Money in the Bank this Sunday. That's the next big pay-per-view event in professional wrestling. Uh, I, you know, they are making they're making lemonade out of lemons. And I am very excited to see if you've ever seen the movie The Raid. Um, this is it has potential to be extremely cool. I hope they do a good job with it. Oh, also, we didn't even mention, speaking of cinematic matches, Jeff Hardy wants to do a motocross match, which I don't even know what that would look like, but I will I watch Jeff Hardy on a motorcycle. He's wrestle. a Hardy. He, he can do whatever he wants. That's going to be good. Not to go too far, but. No, of course. Let's just take a beat on Sasha and Tamina, or on Bailey and Tamina. Okay. They have a storyline going with Sasha and Bailey. Uh, Bailey has turned heel, which, as much as I my opinion of her personality uh, is not great, but she has been great as this Karen type character, this yeah. angry manager ordering. she got the uh, perfect heel. hair for it. She has the perfect heel for it. <laughs> she's going to go into Walmart and she's going to let them know that the floor is slippery uh, and need to speak to your manager immediately. She's great as a heel. So I, I love this turn that they've done. I think she's, she's better asterisks yeah she's better and she's a great wrestler she's fantastic in the ring she puts yes. people over she's a wonderful worker she is phenomenal in the four horse women of the women's revolution i can't say enough good things about her so uh my my question is now that she has this kind of like tense relationship with her best friend sasha yes uh i and now that she's going up against tamina I wonder if Tamina gets the belt in some sort of Sasha backstabbing moment, like Sasha Ooh. costs Bailey the, the match. And Tamina hey. gets, I believe, I feel like I can confidently say this would be Tamina's first championship belt. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's extremely Which would be possible. Fun. I'd be yeah, excited be to fun. see her hold a belt. Like, all right, go ahead. And you the, earned it. She's been at the WWE forever. She's been she training is. all these women. She deserves a 
about. Yeah, I could see it. Why not? Put the strap on her. Bailey's had it for a minute, and then they could kind yeah. of continue on with the storyline between her and Sasha. I love it yeah. when best friends fight. It always makes for a good it's match. So fun. It's always it does. fun. Um, all right, everyone. We'll watch Money in the Bank. We'll talk about the outcome next week, and we'll keep you informed on what's going on in the world of professional wrestling, as always. Um, anything else, Katie? Do you want to say anything to anyone? You want to do a shout out? You want to talk about anything else? You got anything? No, no nothing. Great. All right, everyone. Thank you all <laughs> so much for listening. Uh, hail yourselves. And Katie, anything? Get some sleep. Get some sleep, folks. I agree. <laughs> awesome. I love it. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.